This is Making It Happen by Sims, a podcast that brings people, business and technology together. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Making It Happen, the brand new podcast by Sims. I'm really, really excited to be bringing this to you today. Um, really, really honoured to have been asked to have hosted this first episode and to introduce you to all these wonderful people that are part of the Sims family. And I mean, obviously, to start with, we, 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 had, to, we had to start at the roots and work upwards. So we thought, come on, let's, let's talk to the person that really did make this happen. And so I'm delighted to be sat here today with Andrew Henderson. Andrew, hello. Hello, Nicole. Hello. <laughs> and, How uh, are you? Really well, thank you. And, um, and welcome to you and all your colleagues from, uh, from uh, Happy Chatters. No, get it right. <laughs> chatty, you know, hatters. Happy, chatty Hatters. We are Happy Chatters, though, to be honest. Well, that, that's what I thought, yes, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, no, but welcome. And uh, we hope you. you have a great day at Sims. Thank you. No, well, you've got a fantastic setup here. It looks marvellous. I mean, this this is just something you knocked up, isn't it? This it is. Amazing studio that we're going to be talking to a lot of people from your organisation today. Yep. And um, I know they're looking forward to it. And um, yeah, our studio, which also is where we have our lunch and yeah. coffees and yeah. hang out and chat with colleagues. So yeah, yeah. so we, we hope it's quite a sort of relaxed area. It's, it certainly feels relaxed. I'd say it's definitely very relaxed. There's a few things I want to find out about you today. I've, I've literally just met you this morning, Andrew. So there's a few things that would be good to have a conversation with you about today. But one of them, I mean, you were you were in the dairy industry. Is this right? I was. I was. I um, milked cows for around 10 years. Um, I was brought up on a fruit farm in East Kent. And then... Um, um, around uh, 1980 moved to Kent Sussex border near mm-hmm. where you guys are yeah and spent around 10 years milking cows so about a we had a herd of my brother and I had a herd of about uh, 120 breeding cows so I used to uh, we used to um, uh, milk the cows for a couple of years three times a day so it was a pretty Goodness sort me. of 24 by 7 really operation so so you were just milking some cows to to you know, just as you do, and then you just thought, I know what I'll do. I've got a vision. How how did this happen? When was Sims when was <clears> Sims founded? When just tell take us right back to the very beginning. Well, Sims was founded in um, uh, certainly there was no vision at, at that stage, but uh, a very very good friend of mine mm-hmm. um, who I met at Agriculture College uh, as part of my learning to milk cows, etc. Um, he was an Apple Mac. Um, fanatic. He yeah. was really, really um, like using them, but not just like using them. Was was really interested in in the Apple Mac, and he needed to upgrade it mm-hmm. because uh, um, he had a lot of uh, lot of material that he needed to store and and basically needed to upgrade. And we were looking, um, or he was looking for where can I get an upgrade? Yeah. And at the time, we were also. Uh, both of us, having been to agriculture college, feeling you know we love farming, but we were a bit uncertain about the future and there things like milk quotas coming into place. So um, that was kind of running at the same time. And for some reason, um, we found uh, 
uh, a one megabyte upgrade that we could buy in the US in the United States yeah. um, for about half the price that you could buy it in the UK. Okay. And because we're feeling a bit disillusioned with farming, we had about a gram between us, a thousand pounds between us. We, we went and bought two flights to Houston in Texas. Wow. And went and bought 50 one megabyte Sims um, on a bank loan from that Western Sittingbourne um, and brought them back to the UK. Uh, he used one to upgrade his um, Mac and we sold the other 49 outside the design center in Upper Street in North London, where there was an Apple show. Goodness me. So that's how it all started. And in fact, we were known, we hadn't really formed a company or anything, yeah. so we we uh, needed a name uh, to, to for people to go and acquire these one, meg sim, um, one megabyte sims, so we started our life as Mr. Sims. Mr. Sims, did you really? That's, I mean... <laughs> That's a pretty impressive start to how it all happened. I mean, literally a thousand pounds between you, which obviously we're going back a few. I mean, what's when? What year are we talking here? So this was in um, nineteen ninety. So yeah. the so Mr. Sims first, the day we sold our first Sims on the twentieth January um, nineteen ninety. I, I think we were kind of during eighty nine, slightly worried about where our farming careers were going to go. Yeah, um, and. Uh, yeah, it was. You know, we've been, we were very, very, very lucky in um, in identifying an opportunity that you know, you know, that has meant that the business has been around now for um, you know thirty two years. Yeah, we had absolutely no idea at that time uh, the longevity and what the opportunity might present yeah. to us. So, you know, take no credit that we had such a genius idea. We fell into the. But also, you took a you took a risk. You saw, you know, you you noticed that there was a maybe a gap in the market somewhere, and you took an opportunity. I mean, it's very entrepreneurial. For you know, you've been in the agriculture, a totally different background yeah. and sector. Which, I mean, I'd, my stepfather's a farmer. He's a well sheep farmer, and I take my hat off to anyone that does farming. He's well, like, it's incredibly, you know, it can be incredibly tough, and there's a you know a lot of business acumen needed for that as well but it, it's to go from that to this is totally diverse isn't it really yeah no it, it is and uh um yeah we we've learned on, on the way and we've of course made mistakes but mm. we've, we've absolutely learned from it and uh you know from from an early stage we've been so fortunate to um have, have uh, worked with some fantastic colleagues yeah. who all played a uh, you know massive part in in how um, Sims has grown, but also you know how Sims is as a as a business. Yeah. Um, it's uh, uh, again, I you know use the word luck. We've just been so fortunate of, of working with some some yeah. great great people, both present and of course. Before. So I mean, so you started out on this amazing journey. Uh, I have this kind of vision of of almost. Um, I don't know, Dragon's Den or some kind of, you know, the the the, the apprentice that you're standing outside this centre and you're you're selling, you know, literally to to people coming into this. What happened after that? Did you literally like, right, okay, this has got some legs in it. Let's let's build this. How did you build on that? If there was just yourself and one other person. Well, I think I mean just commenting on Dragon's Den and and the Apprentice. Yeah. I, I would have definitely, uh, or we would have definitely gone down and lift with nothing. 
<laughs> and, uh, and and I'm sure Alan Sugar would have uh, said you're fired on probably round one or two. Do you think? I, I'd say no doubt. But, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Um, but um, yeah, no, we um, we learned really quickly yeah. um, in that we were supplying uh, users of uh, Apple Mac users. Yeah. Um, directly, but we we learned that actually we'd be much better to work with partners mm-hmm. who um, could help with the upgrades um, for 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 their customers. And so two things happened um, pretty quickly, having realised there was a good opportunity here. Yeah. One was we we, we became a, a limited company, so yeah. we became um, Sims International in 1991. Okay, and we then also decided to to um, operate very much in the channel, yeah. therefore working with a number of resellers who then gave a great add-on service in doing the upgrades for mm. users. And that also allowed us to expand from the consumer into educational or companies, so um, any organisation that uh, were using multiple um, Apple Macs yeah. was, was, was obviously good business for us. Goodness me. So it's okay. So I mean, that's a really interesting story to to, to know how that all started. But did, did you did you before we get into everything else? I'm just genuinely interested. So did you? But when you got started, did you realise much about yourself different from from doing farming, which I imagine would be okay, stressful, but also quite a, a different environment. And then going into this kind of busy busy business world. I, it, did, did you suddenly just get a passion for it? I mean, I know it's a long time ago. We're going back, you know, well, wow, 30 years, aren't we? But that must have been quite a big change in your life. Yeah, I mean, my passion, uh, the passion um, is uh, really born by, by uh, having a company and working, you know, with people, with mm. suppliers, with customers. Um, it would be fair to say that even today, I, I don't have a passion about uh, particularly IT or, mm. or, or even an understanding of how all these wonderful gadgets work. Mm. Um, but I, I enjoy um, working with, as I said, suppliers, with customers and, of course, with colleagues. Yeah. So you're, so you're a people person. Correct. That's good. 100%. So that, that brings us on really nicely, actually, to talk about Sims, because one thing I've learned, obviously, I met, I was very fortunate to meet with your team at um, a, an engineering design show, and they were just fantastic, you know, had a really good chat with them, and it was it was great to meet you, very high energy, and we're very excited just to be talking to a lot of your team today. How, how quickly did the growth of the company start? I mean, if you, you know... Because there's a lot of you. How many of there are are you today at Sims? So today we're about some um, thirty. Yeah. So we we started as I said. There's two, two of us who founded the business, yeah. and I think in the first year we're up to about four or five. Mm-hmm. We um we were uh, I keep using the word lucky, but uh, friends uh, joined the business uh, and helped us. And uh, um, but yeah, we've had a steady steady growth. Um. As I said, to to thirty people today. Yeah. But that I mean, again, that's over over thirty years. But yeah. uh, we are again, you know, very fortunate that we have, you know, a great number of colleagues who've been with us, you know, ten years plus. Um, uh, Claire, who I know you're going to be talking to uh, uh, later, you know, been with us for twenty five years. So wow. so you know, we we um we really benefit from having some 
I'm having some very loyal co- colleagues. Yeah, well, that's. I mean, that says a lot about you, and that says a lot about the company. So, so if you were going to describe Sims to someone that d- knew nothing about it, we've heard heard a bit about you. We'll talk a bit more about you in a minute. There's a few more questions I've got for you. Oh, good. But, <laughs> but how what how would you describe how would you describe Sims to someone that didn't literally didn't know anything about it? I I think um, Sims is. Uh, Sims's culture is, I wouldn't say it's unique, but it's been really formed from actually a very simple two-letter word in that it's always been about we. Mm-hmm. And although a small word from we um, has, what's evolved is that people um, work with us as opposed to for us. And what this has created is a, a sense of teamwork that everybody feels part of a team. Mm. And we recognized very early on that to be successful, there were a number of um, activities that had to happen. It wasn't just about sales or just about marketing or finance. That in order to be a successful business, you needed all the various areas of the business to operate really, really well. And that's why we keep referring to we mm-hmm. and why we keep saying the sum of our efforts is far greater than the individual parts of, of the company. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, it's difficult to um, uh, perhaps explain, but that's the sort of kind of in our DNA. Yeah. And therefore, we hope people who work with Sims, whether it's you guys today yeah. or a, a supplier that we've been working for 30 years or for one year of course our customers we've got our auditors in today anybody who has a touch point with sims we hope they that they, they sort of sense and feel that culture and um i mean you would know by walking in today what i've described i hope that's how totally how you know from driving through the sort of broken wooden gate um <laughs> I've got one of those. We've had some storms this week. It's all right. So, so, yeah, that that's that's very very important for us. It's you know our culture um, is is really the the foundation of of um, what Sims is about, Mm. and then our six values, which we're we're very passionate Mm. about. Passion being one of them, and um, yeah, that kind of describes Sims today. And I really hope, uh, as I said, whatever contact you have with sims whoever it is with at sims you get that that sense of uh, of teamwork and the fact that it's about we it well I, th- I think that's i think that's great and i think you know like we touched upon even this morning when we were talking before coming on today it's that collaborating with people it's about joining with like-minded individuals isn't it and i think you encompass all of that at the company and we we certainly having worked with you a bit by now have realized that about you would you say that is why you know what sims would be a partner of choice for people yeah and no, i you know um you know being part of choice is you know clearly what i've described about mm. the, the culture and, and our values but i i think uh, one of the key components of being part of choice is, is listening yeah to to uh um really understanding um and from that, you get great knowledge, and then you hope you make great decisions. Yeah. And uh, that in everything we're doing, whether that's you know, in our marketing, in our sales, in whatever part of the business, that's what we, we are 
trying to do all the time to have the right, you know, to earn that that position of being partner of choice. Yeah. So, so with the, with the being the investment of choice, what would be different about that, or would that be? Um, well, likewise, you know, we, we want um, our uh, uh, again you know, our suppliers mm-hmm. um, to you know trust us. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that we do listen, we do understand. We're, we're, we're desperate to, very keen to to um, increase our knowledge base every day. Yeah. And by doing that, so we believe then we're in a great position to talk to our customers and uh, and clearly our colleagues have a good understanding about um, what we're doing, Mm -hmm. both from a product or technology, but also just from the, you know, the day-to-day, you know, business. It's a holistic approach in that it's it's not just about, say, technology, it's it's understanding all the components are needed to be, you know, a great partner. Yeah. And you mentioned those six values. So, I mean, talk to me about that. The six, the six values. You've mentioned one of them, but what are those six values? And have they, have they, when did, when did those values become those values? And have they stayed the same, or do they change regularly? Like, is that an evolving process? Well, the, yeah, that's the six values. So, the the um, the, the first one, or in no order of importance, fun was very much uh, a value that I started on. In fact, probably started before we even started the business. We had a lot of fun on the plane going to uh, Houston and Texas. That's for sure. <laughs> um, so yeah, so fun is is is, a, is an important part, but also um, caring, um, and that's about not just caring clearly for our colleagues, but uh, thinking about um, uh, our neighbours and and locally what we're doing. Um, but that that's a one that we're very um, very passionate about. Yeah, uh, knowledge we've touched on and the, and the reasons um professional mm-hmm. i think it's um absolutely right you can combine having loads of fun but also being very professional and uh, you know i totally trust all of my colleagues um whatever role they're playing that they they remain professional passion we're very passionate about sims and uh, i'm personally very passionate about sims it's been you know 60 next month it's been um do you think I do I look sixty? <laughs> I mean, I kind of knew you were going to ask me that question. How do you no, know? you don't look oh, okay. sixty. Okay. You look much okay. younger. Okay, we'll, we'll carry on. So, <laughs> so the, the the fact that um, um, as I said, I'm sixty two. Yeah. I had you down forty two. Yeah. Definitely younger um, than me. So yeah, over half my life um, has been with Sims. So yeah. I'm really very passionate about it, and again, very fortunate that. Um, um, many you know, colleagues, um, you know, share that passion as yeah. well. Um, God, you know, I haven't got to. If I if I said six, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you have said six. You have said six, and I think it's. I just th- I just think it's really cooked, honestly. There's one missing. No, oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, I know um, our marketing team here would be disappointed. Will they? Uh, creative. So uh, creative. Yeah. So uh, so um, so. <laughs> Yeah, and and you know part of creative, one of the sort of lines we often use is is thinking differently, yeah. and, and from that, um, um, trying to be creative in finding solutions to various challenges mm-hmm. or uh, or how we market ourselves, and I guess part of being creative is doing this podcast series. Well, absolutely. I was just going to say, what did say? How? I mean. Oh, you're like get, getting in front of these questions before I am here. Very good at this. Um, 
I've got, I can't keep calling you Andrew. I'm, fi- I'm finding it uncomfortable to do that. Now, there is a rumour that you do have a slightly different alias in the office, different name. Could you, Are we allowed to talk about that? Yeah, no, no, the whole world is going to know, you know that, that you will no longer be known by Andrew Henderson if you share this with the world right now. But you do have well, another name, don't you? I do. I mean, it's, it's, it's not... Um it's not particularly exciting on the basis. It's my middle name, so my, oh. uh, so I'm actually uh, christened Andrew Rourke Henderson. Yes. Um, but at the f- we discussed the agriculture college I was at, where where, where I met the, uh, our co-founder, um, uh, in our class of uh, there were thirty, there were about four Andrews. Okay. So it just seemed easier to be called something different than Andrew. I think um, Rourke so, sounds really quite exciting. I, I was quite, I was quite pleased about that. Yeah, no, I, I was very happy to. I think it sounds called. a bit rodeo. I think like the fact that you're a farmer as well. It's like it, I don't know. It's just got this. I, I like it. So you think I've got a horse at home called Tonto or something? Possibly. That, yeah, I think yeah. you possibly could. Yeah. And if you haven't, you need to get one. Absolutely. No. <laughs> I, or maybe um, a llama or something called Tonto or something. Yeah. yeah. Something quirky and yeah. you know a bit different. But yeah, no. I like Rourke. So can I call you Rourke? You now? please can call me Rourke. Wow. Yeah, so, so, okay. We're so, like you know I've got got into it. I can now call you. You know that's that's good. So yes, when your team came to you and said, "Oh, you know what." We're gonna. I mean, we can, we can, we can blame Drew here. I'm sure Drew's got a bit to do with this, hasn't he? And Kevin, is, you know, there's yep. a few other people involved. We won't name them all now. But who, who was it that did come to you actually and said, "How about doing this podcast?" And what, what were your first thoughts on this? Are you a podcast fan? Um, I'm absolutely. I am a podcast fan, and um, Kevin mentioned it to me um a couple of times and then the actual detail of the day and mm-hmm. ideas around it uh was very much true so yeah. no totally embraced it i mean for us we are um need to keep those two apart go, they're dangerous though. they are dangerous <laughs> you know i think we, for us it, we, we don't you know part of our culture and dna is not perhaps to go and shout about our business you know we, we are of course incredibly proud mm. um but uh i don't sort of choose to be perhaps out there and mm-hmm. sort of saying how great we are i'm not sure that quite fits with 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 our um how we behave and act and whatever but you know i am incredibly proud of course yes. of the team um but no i think it's great that uh we, we were doing this today and and just um sharing and giving you know some or introducing some you know important people from sims to to our customers or suppliers or anybody's interested just to um, have a better understanding about our business, and it is it is our people that uh, it is all all the wonderful colleagues I work with. Oh, and, and well, and I think that today that is it. We're meet, we're doing a lot of meet the teams today, aren't we? But actually, you know, obviously starting with yourself. But as the months and weeks go on, you'll you will be able to talk to really interesting people. And I always look at it personally myself as an opportunity to literally someone be a fly on the wall of your business and see what's going on because. It is interesting. It is what makes people tick. We're pe- everyone is it, well. I'd like to think most people are interested in people. It's a bit of a shame if they're not. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> I, yes. Absolutely. So, what? How is your role at the moment, though, in, w- within the business? Like, obviously, you know, we've we've heard all about your story in the background. But how how is your how is your role at the moment? Is it you know what what's your sort of day to day? Yeah, my day to day is um, you know we have a. A wonderful leadership team that um, uh, you know run the business on day to day. So I'm obviously 
uh, working with them. I tend to um, I have a uh, spend quite a bit of time talking to our to our vendors. Yeah. Um, and that is just really going back to listening, understanding, getting knowledge about what's going on in our markets. Yeah. Um, memory and storage market is, is very volatile. Prices are going mm. up and down and there could be allocation. So I spend quite a bit of time uh, talking to, to our vendors. Um, we have a fantastic board with a couple of non-exec directors. So yeah. spending time uh, working with them about um, future plans or um, particularly the last two years, you know, how do we best deal with COVID and and ensure you know, colleagues' welfare and health and all that is 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 okay and mm. and the business is operating, etc. Um, so they've been in, invaluable in, in assisting on myself and that. Um, and then obviously very happy to meet and um, enjoy company of, of customers. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, we haven't really talked about that. Certainly, when I talked to um, your colleague Kevin. At the EDS show, we sort of touched on how hard it had been for the past few years for everybody. To ha- you know, how has that been? Has that been, I mean, you know, we're obviously, <laughs> it's getting further away, which is great. And people seem to be healthier, which is good. But how, how has that been for you as a business owner as well? Yeah, it's been, um, we've learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I think we've learned a lot about ourselves. And clearly, uh, everybody has learned um, uh, how to 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 deal with with COVID? Um, I think uh, we've identified, you know, how lucky you know we have been as a business mm. that uh, uh, there has been demand for our products and we've been able to to operate. So we are, we are very very fortunate, and we absolutely recognise that. And you know, again, um, massive sympathies to. You know, those who've lost loved ones yeah. and businesses that have that have fell through no fault of their own. Mm-hmm. Point. So, again, yeah, we feel very fortunate in the industry that we've operated. I think the um, thing we learned really quickly was communication. Yeah, and um, we've been um, yeah really spending our time communicating with colleagues, with customers, with vendors, and um, by doing so, I think. Um, yeah, we've 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 managed well through this. Yeah. Um, but you know, so grateful that that teamwork was in place because yeah. without the teamwork, about every understanding, recognizing it's the holistic, you know, um, roles that need to take place uh, in order for the business to operate. And um, yeah, that uh, meant we, we you know, we've been okay. That's brilliant. That's good. Well, that, you know, and, and well deserved, I think, because. I think it's the people that cared about the people yeah. that seem to have pulled through, which yeah. is, you know, the the right way things been, isn't it? It's the way we like things to be. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. And where do, uh, what what about the future of of Sims? Where do you sort of see things? Where would you like to see things developing? What would you? I mean, you know, if you had a bit of a crystal ball, how would you like? You know, over the next few years, what what do you see as the future of Sims? I, I see the future is that you know we um, we continue to learn and you know clearly the last two years has been a a massive learning curve and uh, we're going to take the lessons um, we want to continue to grow the business uh, mm. organically um, at a at a pace that that we all all comfortable about um, you know we like being privately owned and yeah. um, so therefore 
you know, plans in, in the future very much about what we as a business want to do. Um, I still, as I mentioned earlier, I've got the passion, although I'm turning 60 and I, I think I get a train pass, but uh, or train, <laughs> train car, that's right. Um, I'm still, you know, very energized, yeah. passionate about, um, you know, carrying on. And uh, yeah, we just, and I hope that, you know, the team as much as, they want to stay intact and, and we continue to work. As I said, we've got, I've got a great board, great leadership team and amazing colleagues. Yeah. And so, so talking about your colleagues, what makes, what makes like an, an, an employee of choice, if there could be such a thing, what would, what would be that kind of, you know, what, what is it you're really looking for? You've got a great team, but if you were, if we were, if we were interviewing, I'd love to do that with you. Could we just do that? Like X Factor buzzers, get people in, chat to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it could be a new show. I don't know if that's a good idea, actually. That could be a whole well, new certainly, show. Well, certainly more interesting than, uh, than the actual memory and story. But, but I, I think to be employed, sure, I, think the, I mean, one of the things we, we often think about is being a sort of a 100% referral business, mm-hmm. meaning that, for example, if you were asked, which I'm sure you wouldn't be, in, in, in the pub, you know, where should I go and get some memory from? Yeah. You say, well, I know it's a great company in, yeah. um, in Kent. Uh, that's it to us is what we want to achieve because that's really about yes. referral. So g- go back to the asking a question about being employee of choice. Um, clearly, one way to demonstrate that is if uh, colleagues uh, put forward a friend or okay. somebody that they know to come yeah. and join um, Sims. And actually, live today, uh, happening at about two o'clock, is you know I'm meeting uh, such a person who. Um, is uh, joining Sims um, in March, and she came to know about Sims through a colleague. Now, to me, there could be no higher sort of recognition of a business yeah. if you're going to suggest your best friend come and join Sims. I t- t- that is so refreshing to hear because I I am someone that I've h- had a business for about 11, 12 years, and I've given lots of friends uh, jobs over the years and it's but sometimes people are like, oh you shouldn't employ you shouldn't employ friends you know and sometimes people can become friends through business through being colleagues or working with you other times people come through being friends or family I've always thought you know my ex-husband was a painter and I'd be like I'd, painting goes to him first it's sort yeah. of keeping that <coughs> but it's really nice to hear that you've got that um, mentality as a company and that actually that's Sounds like it's really working because you embrace it. So maybe there's something in that, not shouting about how great you are, but just, you know, sharing that with people. Because I think that is something to be proud of. Yeah, I, I, I think. And it's, um, you know, I, you're absolutely right about it. One's got to be careful working with um, family members and, yeah. and uh, uh, um, with close friends. I suppose, uh, so uh, Hope, uh, who's joining us this afternoon, um, she's been recommended by a colleague and coming to the, to the business and you know uh, excusing the pun I really hope it works out for yeah, her. so yeah. um, but uh, yeah, I've you know had um, positive experience working say with, with family members I've obviously learned uh, farming with my brother for, uh, milking with my brother for 10 yeah. years um, uh, my youngest sister set up a Sims in Australia in 95 oh, wow. and so I that was probably a good mix in the because we used to fight as children, 
So it was great having my sister involved in the business, yeah. but probably great that she was the other side of the world. So we that stopped an easy. I wonder if that's why my brothers moved to Hong Kong. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> mm, okay. Exactly, yeah. yeah, I'm understanding yeah. that. Is Sim still in Australia? Uh no, no. We, we sold the business in uh, 2011, yeah. and it then got absorbed by a larger distributor. So the reason yeah. I hesitated, the the brand Sims is no longer, but still a couple of a number of the people from Sims have been integrated into a much larger organisation. Yeah. So I'm still in contact uh, with them, and, and certainly when uh, travel opens up, which I, I know did yesterday in Australia, um, yeah, I'd like to go back and see the. Uh, colleagues i worked with for 15 years do you i get i get the feeling you like traveling i i, I do enjoy traveling you like uh, jumping on that you've been have you had your wings clipped the last couple of years not been able to i mean do you get to travel much with the business do you get to yeah it's uh, you know going back to most of the um uh, vendors we work with are based either in the far east yeah. um, or in the uh, u.s particularly mm-hmm. california so i i tend to um go to the states probably two three times a year yeah. in norman but before east uh, once when, when we had australia um i was probably traveling about four times a year to sydney where, where, where the uh, uh, office was based um i enjoyed it at the time mm. i was ready to to um to perhaps pass it on to someone else uh, yeah someone else pass the but, baton on. but it was a really great learning um yeah. time in, in 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 starting a business um the other side of the world and again you learned lots mm. and uh actually s- some areas that we did in australia well we were able to bring back here to the uk um but it was fun and uh yeah it's uh, a great country and uh, yeah have you, have you been no not, not australia no, no. Yeah. I'm meant to be going to California next week, but I, anyway, we'll talk about that after this. Okay. Yeah, but I do like California. I've, Damn. Got, no, okay. <laughs> I've got a friend that lives out there who I try and get to see as much as possible. Okay. I would love to go to Australia. It's be amazing. So, What would you say were your um, t- leadership qualities that you look for in other individuals? Because you, you, you sound very wise, Rourke. You sound very wise. But you're also very... Um, I don't know. You certainly come across that you just learn from everything. You'll you you take a lesson from things, whether it's a you know possibly good or bad experience, which I think says a lot about a person. What would you say are leadership qualities that you look for in others? I am, um, in my personal view, I think um, the leadership qualities I, I, I look for, and I th- I think are so important is number one the ability to listen, mm. um, and and really understand what it is you've perhaps been asked to make a decision about or whatever um and and just be fair and allow uh people the opportunity that they might make a mistake and that actually that's okay and as long as you learn from it i think it becomes a problem if you make the same mistake continually yeah um and yeah just to give people a chance and, and to set a great example yeah don't ask somebody to do something that you wouldn't expect to or could do yourself mm. and uh, um but to me the key thing is is listening yeah yeah i think that's yeah and 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 also i think that leading by example not asking anyone there's one thing there's one thing delegating but you've got to be able to you've got, you've got to be able to do everything yourself as well I, I can't do quite everything. I'm not very good at technical, but most of well, you and I are the same. <laughs> we, we need to go to that sort of, I don't know, um, 
What one of those one of those courses or something? Or... Uh, cool, yeah, I know. <laughs> God, all the books for dummies. Or whatever. But oh yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, I'd I'd need someone else to read me the book for dummies. It exactly. would, even that I'd find confusing. Yeah. Well, I couldn't order it online. So yeah, I'm we could just them. do Audible together, maybe. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> if you knew how to work. <laughs> so what? So what else do you, do you? I mean, for anyone sort of looking at Sims as a company, and is there anything we've missed off? talking about and not not sort of you know saying how great you are but what are you hoping to hear from your meet the teams today how about that what are you you know they can't hear this they don't know what we're saying no but what are you what would what would what would make you really really happy at the end of today i i just uh i like uh colleagues to be very relaxed speak how they feel and find sims yeah um uh, i hope they enjoy the this experience and as you you said it's uh you know, when when you arrived, it's it's an enjoyable experience, and absolutely it is. Yeah. And uh, um, you know, I I suppose f- for us, it's about you know people uh, clearly enjoying the role, mm. um, and those who you know are really looking to progress their career in w- whatever areas that you know we are a company that again listens and, mm. and sees you know other opportunities to take on. Um, more responsibility. Mm. You know, we're so proud of you know the current leadership team is um, uh, you know as I mentioned Claire's been with us twenty five years yeah. and uh, Kevin fifteen plus Alan I think fifteen plus as well. So um, you know these are colleagues who who have worked with the company for a long time and and rightly so are you know you know leading the leading the business now and I think I think that's fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Now, a couple of little cheeky ones before we sign off today. Yeah. Was the colour red influenced by any football? Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, I, mean, uh, I just heard that you yeah. supported a certain... T- I'm not a uh, great, great football fan, but I'm, you, I'm sure you want to tell everyone who you support. No, we, uh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, what, 50 years ago, it makes me feel very old, uh, went up to the old Highbury, and with my father, and uh, watched uh, Arsenal play Blackpool. And I think whatever it was, we literally got tickets on the day in London. It could have been Crystal Palace or Tottenham or Chelsea, but we found ourselves at Highbury. And so ever since that day, we're Arsenal one one nil, obviously. So yeah, so uh, been a, a lifelong Arsenal fan, yes. and uh, we uh, so the company has. Um, since have uh, four tickets at, uh, at the Emirates, Do and, they? yeah, and so I, you know, I I go to maybe a third of the games, but yeah, we've got a number of colleagues who, whether they support Arsenal or don't, enjoy the Emirates experience. <laughs> so if that's not on your sort of list of questions that you ask prospective employees. Do you support? Awesome. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> if, if it's that sort of, I think that's fair. Yeah, 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 yeah I do. Yeah, yeah. But you also that another, and I mean, you've got a few strings to your bow, haven't you? Because I was told as well you're a magistrate. Is that? I am a magistrate. Yeah, I've you? been a magistrate for um, uh, for about fifteen years here in East Kent. Wow. Uh, in fact, I was sitting in the uh, family court yesterday in Canterbury, um, and I'm in Folkestone in the criminal court on Friday. I mean, is there anything else you plan to do in between farming, podcast, setting up businesses, being a magistrate, going to Arsenal games? You say you're very calm, but you sound like you've quite accomplished. So, but no. is there any other big plans to do? No, we, I, yeah, I have a, I feel I have a great life, yeah. and um, I enjoy the uh, 
the mixing of uh, you know, magistrate's work yeah. and obviously um, uh, with Sims. A uh, family of uh, got four, four children, so aged between twenty-seven and nineteen, and Aww. all the challenges and helping them and, and enjoying being with them now that they're sort of more uh, sort of drinky mates as opposed to having to uh, take them to school and stuff. So um, yeah, I feel very very fortunate. Well, it's been great to talk to you today. It really has, and I'm sure we're going to get to chat to you as well over the coming weeks and months I'm sure you're going to be appearing in a few more podcasts and it's it's just it's been great to talk to you and uh, thank you for you know launching this exciting series and just for I mean it's really really interesting to hear your background story and I, I, I you know I, I think chatting to your team today is going to be very very exciting I'm sure they're going to have some good things to say so well done you Rourke well well, thank you and all, <laughs> all your amazing team um, and Giles, um, Dan and Seaford. So um, look, we hope you have a great day and uh, yeah, we're just uh, uh, pleased to see you and yeah. I look forward to working with you over the next few months. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, we're looking forward to, to making it happen. Here's yeah. to making it happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much.